0: A very Greek and grey, wet Glasgow today, but no snow at the moment. And we're absolutely delighted to welcome our first guest this morning, Andrew Wilson. Good morning, Andrew.
1: Valerie, Marlene, good morning. How are you both?
0: Yeah, very good. well. And uh, even better to read today about your re-elections in, yes, ALBA. So we're going to be talking to Andrew about various things and that is one of them. Andrew is one of the major uh, people involved with All Under One Banner and he's going to be talking to us today. uh, Just in case you're wondering about which Andrew Wilson it is, it's not Growth Commission Andrew Wilson, (laughs) it is Andrew Wilson from All Under One Banner. Basically what All Under One Banner are going to be planning over the next month or so. The very exciting news about the formation of, of which you can read about in today's National, the formation of the inaugural committee has just been elected in a new Yes campaign group, Yes ALBA, And it has been spearheaded by All Under One Banner and it's going to be officially launched in January. So we're going to have a sneak preview because the elections only happened yesterday. Well, the results were released yesterday. And also, Andrew's going to be talking to us about a demonstration, a very strictly, safely um, socially distanced demonstration that's going to be taking place, uh, organised jointly with uh, yes for EU so uh, Andrew over to you which of those would you like to <laughs> start off with why are about starting off telling us a bit about yes Alba because it's hot off the press and um, we've just had you've had a new committee elected uh, with some big names there and uh, I think you were you would like to tell us also the great news about it being gender balanced as well.
1: Yes, Val, we've, it's been a busy few weeks. Uh, all Under One Banner, of course, was an organi- is an organization that exists principally to organize uh, marches and rallies on the streets of towns and cities across Scotland. But that's not really been possible in a traditional sense this year. And so like many other organizations, All Under One Banner has had to, but it has enjoyed pivoting is the word that's used, pivoting online. So we've organized Zoom calls, online key all manner of things and also uh, it was about six or seven months since we last organized a thing called assembly. Back in February we organized a physical meeting because it was still possible then and about just under 100 YES activists and reps from YES groups came together in Bath Street in Glasgow and spent a day workshopping and talking about independence, talking about the next steps and talking about what they would like all under one banner to do. And so we were mindful that it was it was it was at least six months since we'd last had that, and we should maybe do another one. So we thought about that, and then we thought, well, we should do two. So we organised two online meetings, uh, which were also called assembly, on the 14th of November. More than 600 people came together online on a platform called Hopin, uh, and had a conversation about again about firstly about uh, what they would like all under one banner to do in 2021. And then secondly, there was a conversation about whether people wanted uh, a new national membership organization to be established as part of the broader Yes movement. The distinguishing feature being that there is no, no current national membership organization in the same way as perhaps you would see Yes Cymru. Uh, if you want to be a member of SIC, uh, you have to be affiliated. Uh, if you, you can join local Yes groups as a member, but they're local by definition. And I know that the National YES Network is now being established and those individual uh, local YES groups are being brought together into regions and then will be brought together into a a national network Uh, and the folks that are running doing that are working really hard just now and and we've been talking to them regularly. So the the point was that there was no national no membership organization where you individually join you get a card figuratively or probably literally you have a membership card in your wallet or your purse, and so you own the organisation in that way. Uh, so we asked the meeting of 600 people who turned up uh, online uh, if that was something that they would like, uh, and 75% of the people who voted said yes, they thought that was something that would be useful. So we set about organising the second assembly on the 22nd of November, and we asked people who were at the first assembly and who wanted to work, who want, who were able not to who, who were going to do more than discuss. Uh, we asked them to come along to a second meeting, uh, which we held on the 22nd. Uh, and in the course of that meeting, uh, that meeting agreed that a national uh, committee, an inaugural national committee of 15 people uh, should be elected and appointed to get to stand the organization up, if that makes sense. And that we should stand the organization up as fast as we possibly can. So I have, that meeting having gone pretty well, uh, we uh, asked people to nominate themselves if they wanted to stand for the committee. And of, uh, at that second meeting, there were about 120 people there, I think. And would you believe 45 people said that they would like to be on the committee, That's great, which is an astonishing number. Yeah,
2: fantastic.
1: Uh, 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 and and without, without delving too much into it, but for example, I think it's fair to say that there were three People on that who nominated who nominated themselves who were prepared to stand for treasurer. <laughs>
2: that's, now, that's handy.
1: We've all been involved in organisations, and you have to you have to lock people in a room that's, and threaten them to get them to be treasurer. Yeah,
2: that's unusual. We, we,
0: we had we had that recently with Indie Live Radio because it's you know it's difficult. It's a big responsibility, isn't
1: it? It is. So yeah. we we had three people who were saying yes. I want to help. I want to be treasurer. It was incredible, and I think two of them are chartered accountants. So uh, we had uh, so 45 people said they wanted to be on the committee of 15, which meant that, and it's a point I'll labour in a minute, but it meant that two thirds of the people standing were going to be disappointed in that sense. But we we, we closed the nominations uh, just over a week ago. We set up an online election uh, doing more things that we'd never done before uh, and ran that election for seven days. It closed yesterday morning at 10 with some help from the members of the board of Scottish Independence Foundation we opened the results on the voting platform and reviewed them tallied them and identified that we had uh, we had we had run a successful election and we were able to identify the 15 people who had secured the highest number of votes uh, so uh, that that group of fifteen, uh, are, we're now in the course of organising their first meeting, which, of course, will be on Zoom as everything is nowadays, and uh, trying to get that organised quickly uh, because, as I say, there's a, and as you mentioned, there's a, a strong wish to, to in a in a sense, and this organisation is going to be separate is is by definition separate from all under one banner, yeah. but I think there's an argument uh, that one of the things that sets all under one banner apart is that it just gets on and does stuff. Uh, it's able it's able for a variety of reasons because it's a very small group uh, and it operates in very democratic lines but it's not heavily uh, run by committees yeah. uh, because it's small enough we can get people together and make a decision and just go and do it uh, so inspired by the all under one banner get on and do it uh, we're very keen that this new national member, membership organization similarly runs towards the problem as they would say uh, and uh, gets itself organized quickly uh, certainly in the next few weeks and is up and running uh, for the beginning of 2021 because we think 2021 could be a very important year.
0: Well it sounds really exciting, you've got a great um, mixture of people there, uh, you've you've got some very well-known names you know like George Keravan, um, Craig Murray, um, yourself, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even you've we've even got an SNP MP, Angus McNeil. That's quite interesting, isn't it? I wonder. That's quite unusual, isn't it, for an official um, elected member from the SNP to join up with all well, under one banner.
1: Well, I, I, it, it kind of is it kind of isn't, it isn't. Uh, and I, I get your point. Uh, I think it's we had certainly. Well, you're, if, for those that came to the first assembly on the fourteenth of November, we had tried very hard to send out messages of unity and purpose uh, and to bring as many people together as we could. So Ian Blackford was kind enough to give us some time uh, for a chat. Angus Angus Brendan was there uh, in the afternoon. Kenny McCaskill was there in the morning. So we feel that uh, it's important to talk with. And so, so it was a big family meeting, if you like, amongst the independence movement. That's kind of what we were trying to get to. So it was important to bring members of the family in from the from the SNP. So uh, and that continues to be the case. So I, I think it's uh, I, it's an interesting point that you make also about all under one banner. And I'm trying not to mix the two thing, two things up here. I'm minded that the the photograph uh, of the people carrying the all under one banner at the at the march in uh, Glasgow in January. Uh, had uh, a number of uh, senior SNP figures uh, standing at the front of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm trying to find a picture of this now, but certainly Hamza was there, Chris Law was there. Sandra uh,
0: White was there. Keith Brown's yeah. been on quite a lot of the marches, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, actually. I've it's been on
0: marches with you where I've seen Patrick Greedy, Brendan, um, you know, Brendan O'Hara.
1: Yep, you know, yep. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, so we've always made sure that uh, that the snp and, and the greens and any other and every other political party that supports independence has a place so i think it's i i hope it's helpful that angus brendan has uh, has been prepared to stand for this and in fact has been has been elected uh, i'm sure that his parliamentary duties won't keep him more than busy as it is but to have somebody on the committee from the party who's who's a who's an elected official of the party, I think is, is helpful because it you know, and we do keep lines of communication open as much as we
0: can. It creates a bridge, doesn't it? You know, a, you know, a positive link.
1: Precisely. Precisely. It
0: keeps lines of communication open. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and the the fact that you had Ian Blackford at the assembly, I thought was really helpful, though he did he did take a bit of Flat in the chat column
1: did. and it's an interesting point the you know, as, I, as i said i just i i do think try and say to people that uh, especially when there's disharmony or not disharmony when people are not agreeing on things just to say it's fine of course you can disagree about stuff but we're all part of the same family
0: absolutely U-
1: ultimately it comes back to family uh so Yes, Ian. Uh, Ian uh, was uh, was 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 closely questioned by the crowd. Put it that way, <laughs> and, but but that's his job in a that sense. Is, yeah. uh, and, it, and and we were extremely grateful. You know, when I wrote to him and said, "Would you like to come on?" He answered within ten minutes and said, "Yes, of course." Well, Can
0: that's we... fantastic. I think that's great, really.
1: And, yeah. and he, so I... he offered to the beginning.
2: Andrew, I just really like it that you're talking about it in terms of it's the family, you know. So, I mean, we know what families like. Families fall out with each other bits of one family. Don't speak to the other bit for a wee bit. And obviously, well, it's nothing like that, I don't think. I've, I've spoken to a couple of people and, and I'd include myself in this. And the question is, yes, that's a good idea. But what are they going to do? I know it's all just starting. It's just emerging. So... You, you know, you can probably tell the kind of organisations I've been involved with if I say to you, you know, is there a names and objectives paper being written yet? But yeah. I'm sure it won't be as formal as that. But
1: uh, but your point's a good. It's a good question. Uh, 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 and as you also rightly say, this uh, this organisation doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the very early days. However, what I will say is that, from my perspective, the organisation probably has two main purposes. Uh, it, it's it's a campaigning organization uh, uh principally uh and so and in, again inspired a little bit by all under one banner in terms of campaigning the intention i from my perspective is to be able to mobilize people quickly uh we and directly uh, i think in 2021 uh, there is a chance that we may need to be able to mobilize people quickly either in terms of messaging online uh and communications online or if we can get back on the streets or potentially on the streets uh so it's important that there's a, a an easy and simple and straightforward way to get a hold of people uh and to communicate with them and ask them to help uh so that's one sort of thing and as i say this is not a political party it is it is a campaigning organization and that and that is also slightly distinct from the national yes network who on the last Zoom call i had with them which was organised by Yes Edinburgh West uh, just over a week ago. Uh, they were very clear that they are a, a communication and networking organisation. They are not. A, they are not of themselves a campaigning organisation. Now that'll come along and it may change, but that's what they said. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we spoke. whereas this this uh, this new national membership organisation is has a single purpose, which is campaigning. So I spoke about the the ability to mobilise people, but one other aspect of it. That I think is important is to give the members a voice. All Under One Banner is, a, is an exceedingly grassroots organisation. Uh, and I think this new national membership organisation shows that the grassroots have, an, have a very important role to play in the Yes movement and in the political life of, of the society that we live in in Scotland. So, there, so there's, there's, from my perspective at the moment, there are two purposes to be able to mobilise people for campaigning quickly uh, and to give a voice to the to the movement and to the grassroots.
0: Can I just say, Andrew? I notice you've now branded yourself the other Andrew Wilson. Somebody has just tweeted: Jeannie McCrimmon, Indy Lassie on Twitter has just. Um, in response to our promo this morning about the programme has just said, after reading his discredited growth commission, I don't want to hear another one word from neoliberal Andrew Wilson. Give me a shout when Richard Murphy is on. (laughs) So I have pointed out that, I mean, there is an actual promo with a picture of you and it says Andrew Wilson from Uh, All under one banner. Do do you ever? Does this happen a lot to you getting mixed up with the? I mean, uh, can I say the neoliberal bit? That's me quoting from Twitter. I couldn't possibly comment on that. Uh,
1: Yes, uh, I did a talk, a quick talk with Yes Edinburgh Hub, uh, Yes Edinburgh South Hub uh, a week ago Friday. Uh, just a wee thing. And uh, I think eight people had written in the strongest possible terms to Mike, who organises that group, objecting to that Andrew Wilson being given a platform by his group. So Mike had to reply to them and say, not that Andrew Wilson, the other Andrew Wilson. So it is a dead common name. So it's my own fault. I have to. I have to, I have to <laughs> a do bit like the
0: the two MPs, Stuart McDonald. There's two Stuart Macdonalds. I think that causes a fair bit of confusion
2: for people. I'll,
1: I'll need to think of a better nom de guerre, so Yeah, I can do.
2: absolutely. I I sat in on the uh, the Edinburgh West uh, Zoom that you you took part of with the yes. the, the National Yes Network. I sat in on that. And um, I remember, actually, one of the questions that you got asked was, how could you ensure a diversity of people in the elected positions? But sounds like that's, at least to some extent, uh, happened fairly uh, naturally in these elections.
1: Marlene, you make a fantastic point. Uh, 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 And I think it's a really important point. Everybody who was involved in the process of opening the results yesterday morning noticed at once. And we're delighted that that the majority of the so it's a committee of fifteen, and the majority eight members of the committee are women. Now, I think, and I've not thought too hard about this, but I'm prepared to argue for the sake of argument that this is probably the first national committee for a hundred years that's been that's been set up and which organically, no positive discrimination, no women-only lists, organically of itself, elected a majority of women. Uh, I, as I say, I think the last time that was was. Uh, was likely in setting up suffrage, suffrage, suffrage movements. Suffrage, yeah,
2: suffrage movement,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think, and I'm not going to get too carried away about this, but I think it indicates that when people worry about these things, they can also have some, they can rely to an extent on the movement, on the family, uh, to come up with the right answer uh, uh, without being prompted and provoked. And I know in, in politics in particular, you need to be careful because... Uh, but, but because because men and because white men. so you need to be careful about that. but I think in this case we've been very lucky uh, and without any uh, any any prompting, we have a major- well, we have a majority of the committee who are women and I think again'm I'm, so I'm the last person to be able to talk on their behalf. But I think that gives this committee and this organization a great head start because I think it's it's clearly got a number of it's clearly got people who want to make things happen
2: yeah
1: who want to get on and do it uh, uh, and and that that I think is a fantastic head start
0: yeah. that's absolutely great, and we look forward to hearing more about your plans before too long so um and what about um all Under one banner in general as opposed to yes Alba? And and I noticed that some people were saying in the comments eh, about the article that they would like it to be yes Scotland, but I believe yes Scotland is a trademark name that belongs to the SNP, so that's why yes Arba was chosen. Is that correct?
1: That that that's right. So uh, to be to be absolutely absolutely scrupulously fair, uh the the name of the organisation has not been established yet. All oh, right, okay. Up, it's up to the members. Uh, however. In this online world, uh, it can be very difficult sometimes to come up with branding, which you can then secure all of the what would be called the online assets, yeah. the websites, the Twitter handles, all that. It can be very hard to do that. Uh, and so, and as you say, Val, absolutely right. Uh, yes, Scotland is the intellectual property of the SNP. Yeah. Uh, and I suspect they are probably going to re-energise that next year. That would be my expectation. Okay. Uh, so this uh, this group needs a separate name it needs a distinct name uh, and yes I know but, but it's one of the benefits of being in a family that uh, when uh, there was a discussion on the Sunday the 22nd one of the discussion rooms was talking about the constitution and part of that constitution is the name so I wasn't in that room I was I was moderating a different room but I'm told that the conversation took more than half an hour about the correct way to pronounce Alaba. Alaba, <laughs>
2: Alaba, yeah, three three syllables, three definitely three syllables. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah Alaba,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Alaba. Ah. Alaba. So, uh, so that so the naming <laughs> is important, uh, and people and people people members of the family I think are very are very clear about these things. <laughs> I'm prepared to talk about it for quite a long time, but uh, but with the best of intentions, uh, and so uh, at the moment, it's the SL. Yes, the name is being used as a kind of shorthand. And certainly there have been lots of discussions about the Yes Scotland thing, but as you say, we, we simply can't use it unless unless the SNP were going to hand it over. And we've not asked, but I would be surprised. Uh, so, uh, so yes, So the, the, certainly there is a, a clear, the All Under One banner, because it's a grassroots organisation and because it gets on and does stuff, uh, people had been coming to, to All Under One banner saying there needs to be a national membership organisation. You need to get this going. And we had thought about it a bit from time to time over the years. Uh, but it became apparent that now was the time the, the clamor for some organization was getting louder and so under one banner was happy to provide, provide a space for that conversation to take take place we were happy to put in the work to organize an online platform to organize an agenda to get all the folks to facilitate the rooms to get people to come on and talk to get people to come on and present we were happy to do all of that work as, a, as to give a space on a platform for the family to have a conversation having done that uh, the intention is that all under one banner will continue doing what it does, which in 2021 we hope is organising marches and rallies in the streets of towns and cities across Scotland. Uh, and the national membership organisation can establish itself as a national campaigning group, uh, uh, and it might, you, it might, it might, for example, want to organise marches and rallies. And so we would, the, the two organisations will would work should work together on that. But the two will be very separate. So we've, we've, All Under One Banner have tried to give life to this thing, uh, and, or try and help the movement uh, as best we can, but it'll be completely separate. Uh, 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 there is an overlap in terms of the committees at the moment. That's to be expected because we gave a platform to it. But, but, but it's not dominated in any way by All Under One Banner organizers. There are four of us on the committee of 15. Uh, so it's, uh, so there's a, there's a clear distinction and the two are meant to be separate beasts. Uh, and this, and so that will allow all under one banner to do uh, in in a sense at the moment to go back to its uh, to its activities which will include plans for a static rally these these small socially distanced carefully organized uh, but still producing great images uh, uh, events and there was one planned for edinburgh on the 21st of december uh, obviously, we will see what the law is at the time, and we'll see what the re- regulations are yeah, at the time. Yeah. We work very carefully with everyone to make sure that the events are safe and organised and that everybody is happy with them. Uh, so there's a uh, there's a, a static rally being planned for Edinburgh on the twenty first of December, and then we're also thinking looking at a, a, a national some form of cavalcade. Uh, so that's car based uh, demonstrations. There have been a couple uh, over the over the over twenty twenty already. Uh, and we're looking to maybe try and organise uh, one of those on the 9th of January. Uh, the detail of that hasn't been developed yet, but it's certainly that's, that's an all under one banners plan.
0: That's, can I ask you something that's been? I've been wondering about Andrew. I mean, these things all sound really exciting. Um, I'm, I'm delighted to. It's great to see positive things happening because you know there's such a stalemate at the moment, and you're one of the few um, bodies that are actually going ahead and doing stuff. We were talking to to the women uh, from uh, Morag uh, and. Uh, um. Sam from, yeah. yes for eu a few yes. weeks ago about their weekly demos outside the big new uh outpost of the uk government in edinburgh so it, that was brilliant to hear about but what i was going to ask you and it was it's something that I've, and i noticed a few folk have been wondering recently and it came up in our yes glasgow northwest meeting and that is there seem to be quite a lot of networks of yes groups springing up like there's um you know, national uh people trying to form networks of yes groups and uh, we were just wondering how would you work together with them how how do you intend to kind of interface with them if you like we were wondering
1: it's a it's a very good question it's something that people have been talking about and thinking about for a for a for a while uh certainly in, as a, my understanding in terms of the establishment of the national yes network uh they are in the first instance they are very inspired by the success of yes islands and islands uh, and with work I, i've spent a fair amount of time uh in the in the Highlands uh and and working across the islands and i'm so i'm always acutely aware that uh, in doing anything in the highlands you're covering an area the same which is the same size as Belgium mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't have any motorways uh, and doesn't have any fast train connections so uh, organizing uh, in the highlands is, is 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 very 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 well done but it's hard uh, so the 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 that so that's why they established yes islands and islands to bring I think 18 different yes groups together uh, and so that that approach and that networking and I'm now uh, on, on radio i'm now making giving hand directions so, but uh, it strikes me that the national yes network at the moment at least is it's a fairly horizontal organization it's about bringing it's about communication between different yeah. yes groups yeah whereas uh the national member the national membership organization is, is intended to be a fairly vertical thing right. uh, uh, allow, allowing uh but but that's not to say that's not to give the impression of it being top down no uh, it, allow communication directly up and down. So a voice in the grassroots and a a way of mobilizing the grassroots. So uh, that's a very long winded introduction. There have been weekly meetings between uh, All Under One Banner and people who are trying to set up this national membership organization and the people who are setting up the National Yes Network. So we are communicating very closely. Both organizations are at, at, at a very early stage, but we have all always been absolutely clear that uh, the intention is to allow these organizations to to be very closely aligned uh, yeah, and, yes. and so one of the ideas and it's just an idea uh, it's just something that's been spoken about was that perhaps uh, a national yes membership or a national membership organization could become the front door as it were for the yes groups so there's a, a single a single point of, of entry into the network uh, and uh, as people as people join the national join the national membership organization we use the uh, the national yes registry app or some other platform and we direct and org, and we we direct people to the best or the most appropriate or the nearest yes group and get them engaged as well uh, and do that kind of thing yeah. uh, I, I, I so uh, the and as i say that's partially inspired by the what appears to be the success of yes comele which has doubled in membership in the past six weeks. I, mm-hmm. I think well, uh, doubled, doubled in membership up from eight and a half. So it's not a big organization, but it's up from eight and a half to it was, it was sixteen thousand last I heard, and that was last week. I last heard a number. Uh, so uh, they and they've, they've 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 developed their organization very well. They've undoubtedly as all as all uh, the nation, all the all the nations, uh, are helped by the prime minister's mishandling of everything. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, the, uh, so the so the so the the intention certainly is to work with uh, with the national yes networks and also the intention is to work very closely with the Scottish Independence Convention uh, and I'm trying to set up conversations for next week. Yeah. That's
2: uh, that, that sounds that sounds really good. Uh, Val and I were talking, had a conversation the other day, and was with someone who has in, been involved with the network the the uh, national network um, idea. And we got onto the same topic about how will all these different groups, you know, maybe not work together, but relate with one another. And she came up with um, the image of a a jigsaw, which I thought worked quite well, because you've got the sense of different parts of it have to knit together. I'm doing the same thing as you now. I'm now doing hand signals on the radio. But... uh, so you know you got the diff you got to, they, they join together, but in joining together they make a bigger picture and so you get the big picture, but you know maybe like one part of the picture is about the bit that gets marches or socially distance events organized and then there's um another bit that's maybe produces campaign materials thinking about. Um, Business for Scotland, that kind of thing, all those sort of different aspects, and that that worked really well for me. I, I found that really helpful.
1: I, I I completely agree. I've been banging on about the same thing all year. Uh, uh, all under one banner, organises marches and rallies. It doesn't do polling. It doesn't write papers about the bound about the borders <laughs> or, or the currency. Uh, you know, so uh, because so each group. And, and that's not to say that everything's exclusive and people shouldn't I, i'm not saying that at all but to allow groups that have been set up with a purpose to do what they were set up to do and do what they're best at uh it seems a sensible thing to me you know let people stick to the knitting in a sense because that's what they're, that's what they're good at uh so yes absolutely right a so, jigsaw as you say business for scotland is always an, an excellent an excellent example and we, we work with We've worked with Gordon and with Business with Scotland in the past. Uh, they, they, of course, work closely with Scottish Independence Foundation who are, yeah. who help in terms of a national organisation. They help really well, too. The work that SIF does is fantastic yeah. in bringing together ideas in supporting yes groups and supporting other in- initiatives. Uh, and you'll see in the National this morning, SIF uh, is working with the National to organise an independence award uh, or two, actually two awards for this year, which will be announced, I think, on the thirtieth of December. Uh, so again, there are examples of, of networking groups, uh, of, of, of broad national groups that do tremendous work across the country. I don't think there's a part of Scotland that hasn't benefited from investment from SIF into a local yes group. Yes,
2: exactly. Uh, yeah.
1: And so, uh, so they're so they're part of that of that uh, jigsaw as well.
2: Oh, oh, and yeah. I,
1: I absolutely agree. So if we work together, if if, the, if we can get the family to work together. Then we'll get a better picture. I absolutely agree.
0: You're here on the daytime show with Marlene Halliday, Valerie Gold, and our fantastic guest Andrew Wilson from All Under One Banner. Uh, Andy, Andrew, we were talking quite a lot before about the new. Um, organisation committee that's just been elected Uh, and now I've got another question for you from James Elliott in our chat box Andrew James would like to ask you how difficult if at all has it been to maintain the momentum of campaigning throughout the COVID situation?
1: Thanks, pal. And, and James. That's a, that's an excellent question. Uh, as you'll maybe remember, uh, in the in the before the before the pandemic arrived, all under one banner had a seat, had a had a schedule of eight marches in the in the calendar, uh, and including some marches that we had great expectations for the event that would have been on the fourth of April at our Arbuthnot. Was again, it was was pretty grassroots, but I remember feeling it in the week in the weeks beforehand that it was actually going to turn into something quite big. Uh, uh, and we were going to do mar- as, as all under one banner always do we were going to do marches in towns that we'd never marched in had marches in before for example we were going to Elgin uh, on the 4th of July uh, and so uh, we had great expectations and that starts to build momentum because once once you're up and running you get going The 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 pandemonium of organizing these sort of things takes over and off you go so I think What we've seen from All Under One Banner is a a willingness and a determination to innovate in the face of challenges. So, as we said said at the top of the programme, a willingness to try new things and to pivot online. I think I would certainly suggest that we held one of the first online Zoom talks from across the S Movement back in in March. I think we did the first one, certainly April. Uh, So the, the, the move to do things online, frustrating though that could be, it's not the same as being together and it's certainly not the same as being on the streets together but it's uh it, i think the the willingness to innovate and the willingness just to do stuff you know it's it's never going to be perfect uh it's going to be as perfect as we can manage but there's a determination that uh, to get stuff done you just need to get stuff done you need to get on with it so uh, i think those are two important things and i think I think there's an element of the determination that's always been there with all under one banner i i haven't been involved since the beginning but for any organization to start uh you know in very much in the in the in the standing around on the field of, on the field of defeat and i'm not going to use military metaphors i'm sorry uh but standing around uh, in standing in george square in september 2014 uh, uh, you know it wasn't probably the happiest place to be standing but there was a determination not to let the dream die there was a determination to do something to keep it alive and i think there were 100 people at the first march uh, and so it was a determination so that determination i think has always has always been there and i think it continues but certainly it has been very difficult to continue to maintain momentum uh, not the, even just in terms of organizing things all the meetings have almost all the meetings have been on zoom and as the lockdown was re- was was uh, localized and reinforced over the late part of the summer and through the autumn, uh, it became more and more difficult to organize events. Uh, As you'd imagine, I keep a close eye on the regulations uh, across Scotland, and they've changed many times this year about what is and is not possible. Uh, And so it's just, it's just, it's been a challenge, but people have been determined, uh, and the determination is, is what's carried us through.
0: I'm conscious that the time is marching on. It goes in quickly when we're talking to you. Uh, so possibly um, to link in with that, that um, question is uh, um, maybe tell us a bit about the demonstration that is being uh, organised. I don't think there's a set date because it's going to link in to the announcement from the Tory government, isn't it?
1: That, that's um, absolutely right. It's a good point, and I should I must mention it because it's been it's been something that's come up. Uh, quite a lot recently so inspired by the event that took place on the 31st of January mainly the one at Holyrood but there were demonstrations across the country Uh, the same people uh, are of the view that we need to make it plain when Brexit when when either no deal or a a very thin deal is announced by Johnson uh, that we make it plain that uh, uh, Scotland didn't vote for this uh, 62% voted Remain, and I, I, I'm, in, I'm in the west of Edinburgh, 75% of, of my, of my neighbours voted Remain. Uh, uh, so we didn't vote for Brexit, and we didn't vote for all the implications of Brexit. So uh, the folks at Yes for EU, who, as you mentioned, have been on, on your programme, uh, folks at Yes Edinburgh Hub, uh, uh, a couple of other organisations, and All Under One Banner, were brought together to organise uh, uh, two things. Firstly, a demonstration, uh, which, as you say, will take place the day after uh, Johnson announces either no deal or his very thin deal, uh, and that will take place in Edinburgh. Uh, so there's not a date for that yet. Uh, but uh, if you go on to the Yes 4 EU website, uh, you'll find more information there. Uh, uh, and uh, there's also an online aspect to it because it's 2020, so there has to be an online aspect. So We've been asking. If you look at Leslie Riddick's Facebook or Twitter or website, uh, if you also look at some of the tweets, some of the uh, Facebook messages from All Under One Banner and from the yes, Edinburgh Hub, you will see that uh, we're asking people to put on a piece of paper uh, what it is that they didn't vote for. So we didn't vote for uh, lower food standards. We didn't vote for insulin to run out. We didn't vote for any of this nonsense. We didn't vote for our children not to be able free to work and live across Europe. Uh, so, t- write that on a piece of paper, or paper with the hashtag, hashtag we didn't vote for, either F O R or a four. Uh, and if it's a selfie, get you, better still, get, you, get yourself in the picture and then send it to we didn't vote number four uh-huh. at, gmail, at gmail.com. So, we didn't vote for at gmail.com. And we're assembling those. We'll share those out on Twitter. Uh, we're putting together some videos of these. And so, we'll run at the same time. As soon as Johnson makes his announcement, we will start with, uh, with sharing all of these images and making it plain that Scotland didn't vote for this. Uh, and uh, that'll start. And then the day after the announcement, there will be a physical demonstration in Edinburgh. Oh, Excellent. Well, again, it's Lovely. the movement together. It's like different groups, yeah. different organisations, but working together to make yeah. a point.
0: Do you want to finish up the interview with Andrew now? Is there anything else that we've missed out, Andrew? Because we've covered, we've really enjoyed talking to you today. that has been great. Um, um it's been absolutely fantastic hearing about all these plans. I feel quite enthused and quite positive and excited by so, you know, the positivity of it. Um and the, the feel I did get that feeling when I went when I was at the assembly. Um on the 14th of November, Um, and I just feel that there's a real excitement and a a momentum, if you like, um, with a small, not not with a capital M, Um, you know, that there's this idea that things are moving and and that there's people of energy and enthusiasm and and ability um, coming together to, to move things forward, and that's very encouraging indeed.
1: Well, I think that's right. A few folks have said it's been quite a busy week for the for the movement generally, both with the, the SNP conference and with the new NEC being elected, uh, and other and the National Yes Network uh, establishing itself, and now a national membership organisation starting to maybe come together and get organised. So yes, uh, I think and, and people certainly, I think there is definitely a, an anticipation that twenty twenty one is going to be a a big year, uh, and we need to be ready for it.
2: Yep, absolutely. Oh, it's been really, really good talking to you, Andrew. And yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for coming on the show.
1: It's always a pleasure. Thank you, for, thank you for asking me. It's been great to speak to you both this morning.
2: Well, we'll, we'll, um, maybe in
0: the new year we'll get yourself and maybe some of the other committee members on to oh. talk to us about what's happening. Yeah. And Definitely. we'll be keeping an eye open for the we didn't vote for it and maybe um, we'll doing some selfies of our own, Marlene. And Aye, absolutely.
2: Yeah, I was just taking a note of where to send it there. That's, I think that's a fantastic. It's just a fantastic mm-hmm. idea. It will so annoy them. <laughs> I
0: read about it in international. So if people can if people go on to Leslie riddick or the Yes Edinburgh Yes Hub's social media, they'll see um information about where to send that. Yeah, absolutely. So-